Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. Also, your fearless leader that has not had very much sleep in basically two days after staying up late for the election and then going ahead and being live super early in the morning for the radio program. Uh, I appreciate all of you for hanging out with me. Right off the top here, I want to just unite at least the state of Tennessee and people who are in all eight of the neighboring states. Go to fanduel.com slash clay right now. fanduel.com slash clay and you get for a $5 wager a $125 payout if Tennessee beats Arkansas. Anywhere in the state of Tennessee for new users it's basically free money bet $5 you can win $125 fanduel.com slash clay go get signed up right now that's fanduel.com slash clay. All right, let's talk about the election. The pollsters completely failed. This turned into what I told you it was going to be a white knuckler of a night leading into the next day. I think the biggest loser here believe it or not is the polling industry in general because I'm not sure how you can ever trust them again given how wrong they were in 2020 following on all of the things they were wrong about in 2016. They're actually worse in 2020 with the results than they were in 2016. Democrats expected a landslide. They expected a blue wave. They expected to take a lot of Senate seats. They expected to trounce Donald Trump all over the country and instead we are still battling and counting votes to figure out exactly what happened. Right now, vote counting continues in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Nevada, and Arizona. Uh, Michigan and Wisconsin are super tight and there will be a recount and an examination of the vote in both of those states. What is the pathway to the president continuing to win what would he have to do well the Fox News desk would have to be wrong about Arizona or he would have to win Nevada and then he would have to hang on in Pennsylvania North Carolina and Georgia the Trump campaign is saying they expect to win the odds markets are telling you that Joe Biden is the odds on favorite to be elected president if every tally that is in place right now stayed in place then this is pretty wild to think about. Right now you are talking think about how crazy this is Joe Biden winning 270 electoral votes to 268. That would mean that the final vote would be coming from Omaha, Nebraska and that that final vote is keeping us from ending in a tie which the President of the United States would have won in the House of Representatives. I want you to think about that for a minute. We are talking about potentially the closest electoral uh, win by Joe Biden in any of our lives and that is where we are trending right now. So there are many different moving parts going on. Uh, Last night I told you that I thought it would come down to what happened in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Missouri sorry, Michigan and Wisconsin and that the uh, president would need to win two out of those four 
and that is where basically we still are. And remember, if you watch this show regularly I told you that the two most important races would likely be Pennsylvania and Arizona and that I thought the president was going to have to win both of those. That's effectively where we are right now. I'm not an elections expert. I can't tell you about all the numbers. I can't tell you about all the ballots and everything else. I can just tell you that the totality of this race was much closer than anybody it seems expected and Donald Trump if he loses is going to become come within a hair's breadth of winning the presidency. Okay, larger context. Big news here is that the Republicans appear likely to maintain control of the United States Senate. If you are a moderate relatively speaking like I am that's a huge deal because it takes off the table court packing, ending the filibuster any sort of radical move is off the table if the Republicans control the Senate right now. Right now it looks like they are going to end up I think with 51 or 52 senators. Uh, Right now if you look at the numbers Susan Collins in Maine had the biggest upset win of anyone. There wasn't a single poll anywhere that had her winning. Right now she's likely to win by 6 or 7 points in Maine meaning the woman that she is running against is not even going to be very close. She's already conceded. So Susan Collins in Maine huge upset win. Danes in Montana wins with ease. Lindsey Graham everybody remember writing about how Lindsey Graham was in trouble? He won by 14 points in South Carolina in his Senate race despite over $100 million being spent in the South Carolina Senate race he still won by 14 points. Uh, Tillis looks like he's going to win in North Carolina. We have a special election going on in Georgia which may roll into January and right now Purdue is in good shape potentially to get 50% plus one and go ahead and lock in the Republican Senate majority. I would say worst case scenario for Republicans right now is you have two massive Georgia Senate races going on in January which would cost hundreds of millions of dollars and the Republicans would just need to split in those races in order to, uh, to maintain control of the Senate and even if they lost I believe my math is correct even if they lost they would still the Democrats just have the ability to break a tie so they would still not really have substantial control in the Senate. Also there is a potential pickup in the Senate with John James uh, in the state of Michigan. The last time I checked he had a really small lead uh, and that is one that is worth paying attention as he tries to flip uh, Peters I believe the incumbent in Michigan and grab another seat for the Republicans. This is a big deal. All right. Also for the sports fans out there for the Alabama uh, SEC fans Tommy Tuberville I don't know if I ever would have believed this former Ole Miss football coach and former Auburn football coach who beat Alabama memorably six times in a row and coined the phrase fear the thumb won by 20 plus points in Alabama. Tommy Tuberville is now set to be a United States Senator for the next six years. Uh, Big news. Big news that I hope is going to send an important message about the futility of identity politics and cancel culture. Donald Trump regardless of how this election turns out officially 
is on track to turn out the highest minority vote for any Republican since 1960. Let me repeat that because on social media all you hear is Trump is a white supremacist Trump is a racist Trump is on track right now to turn out the highest minority vote black, Asian, Hispanic since 1960 for a Republican who is running for presidential office if not for COVID this race would have been a landslide Joe Biden might, might narrowly be able to get into the White House and he ran his entire campaign predicated on COVID Trump trounces him if not for COVID arriving in the country in February and March of this year. Now, a couple of additional thoughts that I believe are significant. If you are concerned like I had to sit down with my own kids because they've seen so many different television advertisements and they're afraid based on who wins we're going to be fine. I just I, I have to keep letting people know this election feels a lot like 2000 in Florida. Okay? 37 days it took to figure out exactly who the President of the United States was going to be after Florida. We may have multiple Floridas going on this year whether it's Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, Georgia. There are a lot of places we're probably going to have to retally the vote because things were so close in so many different locations. But the key takeaway here is the next two years there's not going to be very much that Joe Biden can do. With a Republican Senate potentially and or at least very close to a full majority in the Republican Senate. Worst case scenario now if you are uh, looking at Senate races absolute worst case scenario is 50-50 and that doesn't feel very likely right now. It feels like Republicans are in very good shape to control the U.S. Senate. But even if it's 50-50 it's going to be almost impossible for Joe Biden to force through any kind of craziness like court packing, ending the filibuster, all of those things because I don't believe all of the Democratic caucus is going to stand together because there are a lot of conservatives actually who are Democratic senators And I just don't think they're going to embrace craziness. I don't think Joe Biden really wants it. I think Biden on some level would appreciate if the Republicans kept the Senate. Putting into context this is the first time I saw my guy Ovik Roy tweet this out. This is the first time since the 1800s since the 1800s that if Joe Biden wins a Democratic presidential uh, winner will not have a House of Representatives and a Senate supporting him. So we're likely to have mixed government here. That means the next two years not a ton is going to happen. Right? A lot of gridlock which is fine with me. Uh, I'm fine with uh, just letting Americans be able to take care of themselves. Don't let politicians screw everything up. And then by 2022 we'll have the midterms but everybody's already going to be talking about what happens in 2024. And my prediction would be we're going to have 20 Republicans running in 2024 and we're going to have 20 Democrats. It's possible depending on how this election comes out that Trump could decide to run again and basically be the anti-Biden for the next four years criticizing him and chirping at him the entire time. It's also and calling him an illegitimate president ironically enough it's also possible uh, that, uh, that, that Trump decides to ride off into the sunset start his own media company and we've got a legitimate battle royale going on in the Republican Party and in the Democratic Party 
to see who are going to be the nominees in 2024 because I don't believe Joe Biden is going to be able to run again at the age of 82. And certainly, if you end up with Trump winning, he's incumbent, incumbented out and so you would have a wide open field in so many different directions. So, the big takeaway I would have here is this was not a blue wave. It was not a red wave. But it was closer to a Republican 2020 than it was a Democrat 2020. Republicans are likely to pick up House seats. They are likely to maintain their majority in the Senate. And depending on how the final votes eventually come out, the President still has a pathway to end up triumphing in this election. I appreciate all of you. I know how crazy this is. I know how hectic this is. But I want to leave you with this idea. We elected a president in the middle of the Civil War. In 1864, Abraham Lincoln ran against his first general that he put in charge of the Union Army uh, and won, okay? Uh, And that was a battle to see whether or not there was going to be a continuation of the Civil War. That's a pretty big deal in 1864. And we got through it. And in fact, you know why Lincoln won that election? Because he took Atlanta in September and that convinced everybody as Sherman began his march to the sea that Lincoln was actually in really good shape to be able to win that election against McClellan who was the general that he had put in charge of the Union Army to begin the war and that he was then running against over whether or not the Civil War would continue. In 1944, we had an election in the middle of World War II that FDR won. Uh, These things are constantly preached to us. This is the most important election of your lifetime. I understand that argument. I don't really buy it very often because most of us are going to have long lives and we're going to be told time after time after time this is the most important election of our lifetimes. I congratulate everybody who came out and voted no matter whether you were Republican, Democrat, or Independent. Uh, I hope that we get some clarity in the near future over exactly who won. But I appreciate all of you for being such big fans of OutKick. I am looking forward, I don't know about you, to just kicking back and watching some college football and some NFL this weekend. And that's why I encourage you to go sign up at fanduel.com slash clay. 25 to 1, $5. You win $125. It's a heck, a heck of a deal. $5 to win $125. Go to fanduel.com slash clay. I'll be live tomorrow uh, from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. We got a loaded show for you. Also, no Fox Bet live today, but we'll be back tomorrow. I appreciate all of you. You can follow me on Twitter and keep tabs on everything that's going on. I got to go pick up my kids at school. Fanduel.com slash clay. Go there right now, fanduel.com slash clay. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP, I am Clay Travis and this has been OutKick the Show.